Blog Talk Radio. segment of Live Without Limits. Today's show is titled A Guide, A Detailed Guide for Event Management Online. The reason we're talking about this is not simply because we are currently doing things online through Zoom, whether it's summits or whatever, and we will eventually be able to do all of it again, but this is something that is will never go away, and it is something that will will be a part of how we do any type of business today. So the first thing I want to say is that I'm a career and personal development strategy coach and entrepreneurs who are in search of personal development and learning success strategies, hire me to overcome their limiting beliefs and develop healthy habits, a successful mindset, and smart goals. So bottom line, we can help you develop a more positive attitude, set achievable goals, and make better choices in life. Now, I am currently putting on a five-day challenge that's titled Change Your Thoughts, Transform Your Life, because in no matter what you do in today's world, you need to know or, or believe in yourself and your abilities. And there are so many things out there on a daily basis that affect your your thought process and how you control your thought processes also determines how successful you be when you choose a career. So let's get into today's topic. With the COVID pandemic, in-person events have significantly declined, yet the reality is that work and networking have to continue as usual. Event managers have had to resort to digital platforms to host events. One thing working in their favor is the tons of technology innovations to help with these tasks, such include video conferencing facilities, registration, and database management software. So let's say that you're planning an event for an association. Associate management systems help with tasks like registration, database management, further mass communication with members is easy with this software. So, I mean, so as you can see that what this pandemic has done is it's also created new opportunities in the workplace simply because what you did offline 
and what you're doing online today usually takes the same path. And now I've been in this injury industry for over 30 years. And I can tell you that when I started out in this industry, you had to put together a media kit. And that media kit meant that you had to pay someone to come in and literally film you doing a presentation. Then you had to create your one pages. And the, the thing is, if you were putting together brochures and you had dates set up and something got printed up wrong, then you have to throw all that out and, make, and, and, and reprint it. So that's more money. But today, because you have websites, you have social media platforms, you can take and go in there within seconds and make those changes to show everyone or, or to, for information. So it makes our life easier. It's also cut the expense across the board in every industry in how we do business today and how we even actually start up a business. Because today, you can have an e-commerce business and have a business online and be very thriving, whereas if you have a brick-and-mortar store, before you even open your doors, you have to send out, print out flyers. You have to promote the business. You literally have to do things that you may not have the funds to do, but yet online, you can do it for pennies on the dollar. The benefit of virtual events is that you can achieve a lot on a limited budget. You don't have to deal with issues like getting a physical location. There are no logistical elements like transportation or catering to deal with. Organization also gets the opportunity to reach a broader audience. The same may not be possible with face-to-face -face events. With this said, Event managers must still ensure proper planning. You will need the same level of attention that you will give in an in-person event. Our article provides a detailed guide for the online event management. And we will share this step by step to ensure success. So as you see, what today's show is, we're going to talk about how to put on an event online and how to make it all work in such a way that for everyone there will be success because it doesn't matter what industry you're in today. I mean, today we have remote workers, and what do remote workers do? They actually log into the mainframe of the company and then calls or whatever work needs to be done can all be uploaded. Now, you've got the cloud, and there are certain sites like Trello where you can manage groups. There's Dropbox, and recently there's a new program called Punk Panda, which is an app that will allow you to – and let's back up a little bit that it works the, way, the same way that WhatsApp works. Now, WhatsApp was sold to Facebook, and what, what they do is that's how they get the advertising out there 
So the encryption is not there. And Front Panda is encrypted so that it's private. And not only that, that whatever messages you sent can literally be deleted once you finish with it so no one sees it. And then you don't have to be inundated with ads advertising. So, clarity on the event and attendees. Coming up with goals and objectives for the event is critical. Why are you hosting the virtual event? What do you hope to achieve? Who is your target audience and why would they want to attend? Next, decide on the type of event. You have tons of opinions, including networking events and webinars. Others are conferences and event panel decisions. Take the example of an investor meeting. A networking event may not be the best option. A better choice would be a seminar or panel discussion. The third step is to focus on the content, topics of discussion, and speakers. This may be the most difficult part because it is critical to achieving the goals and you have to set off. The next thing is to draw up a budget. Like any other event, you will need to come up with a budget. You may not end up spending as much as you would for in-person events, yet there will be some costs that you will need to take care of, such include setting up an event website if you don't already have one. Some of the tools you will need may need you to subscribe to get success for advanced features, or rather, to get access to advanced features. You need any special virtual branding elements? Well, if yes, then the budget for the cost of hiring creatives. Will you need to run any productions to get information out of the audience? A marketing budget is critical for public events. Take time to come up with a checklist of any areas that will need you to spend. Now, in a previous podcast that I did, I talked about different event venues such as Zoom. Zoom is the most popular, and the neat thing about Zoom is you can set it up where you can go into breakout rooms. Right? That's one thing. So when you look at what you're looking for, you also want to know what platforms that you're going to be using. Decide on the hosting platform and tools you need. Hosting a successful virtual event requires that you have the right tools. You achieve higher efficiency and can compete and complete tasks in a short time. The advantage is that there are many resources available depending on what you need, and they include a website 
for event communication, promotion, registration, and so much more. Registration tools for RSVP and data collection. The right tools will also have a portal for accepting payments. If the attendees are paying to take part, use automation to handle the payments. It frees up the teams to handle other urgent matters. Take advantage of email marketing to increase engagement with the right messaging. It also provides a fantastic tool to keep the communication channel open in case of any updates and sending out the information can happen in minutes. So, we're not finished with this, but as you can see, by doing things online, that even if you had an in-person event, you still needed these particular tools to communicate with attendees online and keep abreast of what's going on and let them know on a continual basis and maybe even have a social platform for them to interact with and engage. And in that essence, that's where Facebook comes in because you can set up a private page in Facebook for attendees so that, like in my case, in doing the five-day challenge, what I will be doing is giving out homework and they have to go on the Facebook page to answer the questions that for attendees and have the opportunity to win. Mobile devices account for 54.8% of the website traffic worldwide. The trend has been constant since the beginning of 2017. It is understandable because such devices are convenient. Participants have information at their fingertips anytime they need. Virtual event managers have no choice but to embrace much of the technologies, including a mobile app will give attendees quick access to information. Event planners can also use the app to upload important links. They can also collect data on attendees when deciding on the host or the best hosting platforms, factor in the followings. What type of events are you having? Zoom, for example, is ideal for small to mid-sized conferences, seminars, or meetings. Do, you, do your members have access to the platform even if they do not have access? How easy is it for them to register? What kind of experience do you want to deliver? Live stream applications like Facebook Live and YouTube Live offer video applications for conference applications. Okay. Offer video conferencing facilities. You can host many participants at a go. Those in attendance can join or have 
without causing any dis disruption of the event. But the attendees can only take part via text chat for the teams. It makes it easier to manage the larger events. They do not have to deal with video or microphone input. What is the format of the event? Will you, for example, need breakout rooms? Now, before I go on, what I want to go back and talk about the difference between doing it online and doing it in person in big halls, because before, or rather, let me back up and tell you this story, that it, when I got into the industry in the late 70s and the 80s, you went to work for seven art companies, and you had to audition for them. And if you, once you got on with them, you were supposedly only working 10 days a week, but you could end up working for like three weeks at a time. And, and really what you were doing was taking away time from your family and interacting with them on an ongoing basis. So what happened was you would fly out on a Sunday night to be in the first city that you were doing on a Monday. You would have to be in that room by 7 in the morning to make sure everything was set up correctly, all the microphones were there, all the workbooks for the attendees. And you also had to look at the back of the room sales and the videos and, and the, the books and just various little things. And what happened was speakers or, or the trainers usually made about $250 a day and then a percentage off of the sales in the back of the room. And that may sound like a lot of money, but if you figure out, if you were there from 7 o'clock in the morning, started your presentation at 9, ended at 5, with maybe an hour break for lunch somewhere, then when you got through, you had to, which was at 5, it may take you an hour or two hours to make sure that whatever was left over in the back of the room got boxed up and shipped back to the, to the seminar company. And then you would eat dinner. Then you would get in your rented car and you would drive to the next city that you were doing the next day. So you would go to five different cities. Then on Friday night, you would fly home, and then you would do you you would have Saturday at home with your family. So if you look at it, you, three weeks out of the year, you were gone, and you were putting in a lot of hours. So you were losing time with your family. But with technology, because you do it all from home, guess what? When it's all done at the at the end of the day, at the end of the session, you're done then you can spend time with your family. So there's very much advantages for why things are being done online today. Send out the invitations. If you are working on an invite-only event, you should already have a list of the people that you want to attend. Send out the invitations and start recording the RSVPs. Collecting RSVPs, lets you know if you have enough resources 
to handle the numbers. Once you have the RSVPs, you will need to keep up with the communication. You have, or uh, you can share any expectations you may have. Such expectations include equipment or tech requirements or even the time frame. You will also need to communicate event details and share access codes. For public events, you need to market and promote the event. Some of the platforms include serial media, email marketing, sponsorships, and even advertising. Consider using the, an influencer to bring the right people to your event. If you have famous panelists or speakers, they can also put the word out. What you do is anyone who has an email list that you have an event going on, what they need to do is to basically send it out to their email list and let them know what's going on. Let them be prepared. Let them understand where you're going with this and how you want it all to work together. Prepare for any eventualities. If you were hosting an in-person event, you would have a plan of action for anything that goes wrong. You will, for instance, have a standby generator in case of a power fluctuations. It is not uncommon to have an ambulance or fire extinguishers on standby for outdoor events. You must carry the same thought process when planning for your virtual event. You depend on a lot of technology for the success of the event, but even the best tools may experience glitches. You can also not assume that all the attendees may have the technical know-how. So take preventative steps like identifying any possible issues that may occur and have a plan of how to deal with them. Communicate with attendees before the event to explain the tools that you will use. It doesn't hurt to come up with a guide that you can share with them. Walk everyone through the order of the event. Break it down as much as possible in, in days, hours, or event session. If possible, have a dry run with some of the attendees and participants. You will need, and if it will need you to use the software so that you know how it performs, which means that in many respects, you need to test everything out before you even get started. So you, as you can see, when you're doing an in-person event or when you're doing an online event, in so many ways, you have to be just as prepared as you were doing an in-person event. But 
The neat thing is that when your event is over, you're free. You don't have to worry about traveling around to another another city or if you have to fly. Ensuring engagement. One of the most critical elements of ensuring engagement at the virtual event. Yet it is one of the most difficult things that event managers will need to deal with. It can be difficult to participants to sit through hours of presentations. It is also easy to lose interest if the speaker or sessions are not interesting. With a simple click of the button, they could leave the session without you even being aware. So here are some ways to keep audiences engaged at all times. Ensure that the presentations are interesting. Use plenty of audiovisual cues to break the monotony, even if you're using pre-recorded content and some live sessions. It helps generate more interaction. The advantage of recording sessions is that you can keep within specific timelines. It can get pretty boring for the audience. In case of technical glitch, you may have blank screens that show lack of proper planning. Keynote speakers should be engaging, knowledgeable, and have great delivery. Have live polling sessions to check on interest levels. Incorporate some Q&A sessions so that it breaks the monotony of the long discussions. Use mobile apps to set up the meeting and encourage live chat. Take advantage of social media with relevant hashtags and event pictures. Encourage participants to comment, share, and tweet. It would be excellent idea to tie in a promotion for prizes, for best comments, pictures, and so on. After the session, it is critical that you make all content available to participants. The advantage is that you do not need to print out or photocopy any documents. You can upload everything on the event website. All the participants need thereafter is to begin the details to access, access the content. After the virtual event, it is good idea to collect feedback. It provides valuable insights on what you can do better the next time around. Create online surveys. Remember to keep them short and simple so no one has time for lengthy documents. So as you see, when you're looking at creating events today, there's so much that needs to be in essence, taking care of and, and being careful and knowing exactly what it is that you need to do in order to make it all work. So 
if you're going out there and planning to put on summits or virtual events or whatever it is that you're looking at, you need to be aware today of everything that it takes to make it all work and be a success because you most likely are going to be looking for an opportunity to put on events in the future. And if you have one successful event, then you're going to be able to put on multiple events and know that people will gladly come. And then if you have an updated offer of anything that you want to sell, then you have the opportunity to do so. And some of the things that happen is that most people, when they are presenters, what they will do is they actually have something that they are, are giving away as a free grant because that's how they're building up their email list. So there are opportunities out there for you. You just need to be aware of the things that will help you benefit your business. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com. And I'm going to tell you that if you want to attend my challenge, you all you have to do is check those to changeyourthoughtschallenge.com to sign up. 